host, Chelsea Reed. And I'm your host, Brittany Fraze. Welcome to today's episode of Girls Got Goals, a podcast for the woman who is chasing her goals while balancing the demands of everyday life. So today we're talking about something that I had never heard about before, actually, until Brittany brought this to my attention. Um, she had heard a little bit about this on a Jenna Kutcher podcast episode on her Goal Getter, Goal Getter podcast. Um, I'd love to know if you guys have ever heard of this concept because I thought it was really neat when she brought it up to me. Um, so we think it's definitely worth talking about since we've talked so much on um, you know prioritizing and doing the things that move us forward in our goals. We've touched a little bit on boundaries, but what we're talking about today is the not to do list. So essentially compiling a list of um, things that we're not going to do in our life, um, either because they drain us or they're not moving us forward, or, um, maybe they consume, uh, energy that we don't want to be devoting to these types of things. So can you fill me in a little bit on this like podcast episode? Because I had listened to a chunk of it, um, and I kind of get the gist, but I just wanted to kind of know what stood out to you. Well, I think I would say the most part is the fact that she um, found that by saying no to certain things or things that wouldn't bring her, um, you know, that would make her really busy or overwhelm her, uh, she actually was able to uh, be more successful in her business and um, in her home life. And that didn't necessarily look like just saying no and not doing anything at all, but it also meant like outsourcing work to other people. Mm -hmm. So she got employees, um, understanding that, you know, you don't have to do all the things for yourself. And then also saying no to things, um, that she wasn't interested in or setting a boundary in regards to your worth and value. Mm -hmm. So understanding that as well. So, um, on that thing, she, was talking about how originally she was doing photography, uh, that was her business, and she would take any gig all the time just to kind of build your portfolio. But then at a certain point, you have to realize your worth and your value for your skill level and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And at that point, she wouldn't take a job under like a certain amount of money. Um, And then she would, she was saying she would originally do Sundays and work Sundays as well and then made it a hard no that she wouldn't do anything on Sundays because that was the only day her and her spouse were both off and then the other thing was she'd spend the week um, basically editing the photos giving the sneak peeks and then sending them out to um, the couple before the next wedding the following Saturday and we'll go in this a bit more detail but one of the things she had mentioned was that to go or understand where your line should be drawn is to un- to look at what part of the processes bring you the most joy or make you the most happy and then where can you the parts that you don't like how can you change that to benefit you better so is it worth it to pay someone else to do it because they love it or um to just say no to it in general because it doesn't um help you out that sort of thing and I'm just saying business sense because that's what she talked about the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ended up finding someone who loved editing and that was what they loved to do. So she paid them to do the edits and then actually freed up more time to take more photos during the week, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, snowball into building um, her brand bigger. So it's those sorts of things and just finding where in that lies that you can be show up and be your best self and give your full attention to something um, without trying to juggle all these balls and have all these hats and wear them all at the same time mm-hmm. especially when there's certain things that you don't like doing um and I think that's really important I've definitely um done that and it's hard 
right? It's hard to give up that control. control. <laughs> um, we talked about that. And yeah. what that looks like. You know, and that could be as simple as, like, having someone come over and clean your house. Yeah. Right? Um, if you just like it a specific way, but releasing that control and that gives you that time. Instead of, you know, maybe you only have saturdays and sundays but you're really busy with your kids and their sports and whatever so the time when you can relax is the time you spend cleaning your house so is it worth it to pay someone to come clean it for you while you're out and about yeah you know and then you get that time to relax it it just you have to determine what that value is for you um Mm -hmm. for my business i recently outsourced like some va work and let me tell you it's freed up like hours of my time for a minimal cost um and it's just again just deciding what it's worth for me what i the work I gave to my VA is stuff I do not like doing whatsoever. Um, so they do it and that's something they clearly like doing cause they made a profession of it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and it just gives me more time with the kids. I'm on my phone less. So it's stuff like that, right? Really just finding out what those boundaries are, what parts of the business make you happy. Like I can tell you shopping for clothes definitely makes me happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spending money for other people. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so just trying to find that balance. I don't... Yeah, and I feel like that can... This, this um, like, process can really apply to any area of your life. Like, it's so funny that you actually mentioned um, Jenna Kutcher and, like, the photography and all that stuff uh, and knowing her worth. And I was just having a conversation yesterday with a girlfriend of mine who is a photographer, and she was saying, like, I've just been taking work from anybody and, like just to build my business and I and we kind of were talking about how like you know like attracts like and the energy you're putting out there attracts um the type of clientele or whatever that's kind of another topic but this can apply to your lifestyle too like Rick and I have a kind of a trade deal or whatever at home I hate doing dishes I absolutely absolutely hate it I would literally rather someone peel my fingernails off than have to do dishes and he knows that so there are certain things that he doesn't like doing like he hates putting away his laundry so you know I'll try and do that the majority of the time and then he'll do the laundry for me and the dishes sorry the dishes for me (laughs) and it's like a trade right it's not that I like it's a hard no for me. I'll do dishes if I have to do dishes, but that's something where I know sucks the life out of me. We have our compromise, but that could even look like, let's say, um, going out with like your friends to the bar. Like, let's say you have friends who are going out to the bar every single weekend and they're inviting you out. And even sometimes this can be something that you enjoy, but doesn't move you toward where you want to go and learning. Like you have to say no to these things sometimes. And, you know, I have my friend's bachelorette party coming up and it's on the 29th. Um, and I was asked to do, a, a talk or a training at a nation meeting for my business the following day in the afternoon. So I just, as soon as that moment hit, I decided like I'm making a promise to myself that I'm not drinking when I go out for the bachelorette. And that is going to be something really hard for me. I don't drink a ton, but you know, my friends are going to be drinking. It's for a really like celebratory moment and it's a bachelorette. Everyone wants to have some wine at a bachelorette or whatever, but I know that I'm not going to feel good and I'm my best self to deliver the speech that I need to give the next day. So I've made a promise to myself. So that's something I put on my, you know, not to do list. Like don't show up to things that I need to be my best self at, whether it's hungover or tired or whatever, like be well rested. So it could look like boundaries in any sense. And kind of when you were talking about that, that's what I was thinking of was not so much my business, but I love that you give that perspective because I feel like it's super, super, um, and applies to business a lot. But I immediately went to like the personal life stuff. I was like, I need to stop saying yes to picking up shifts for people because I feel obligated 
to to do that for them, you know? I need to stop saying yes to going to every single event I'm invited to because I feel obligated. I need to learn when I need to say no. I need to prioritize those things. And I also need to be able to have, I think the hardest thing for me has been able to have the not explain myself, but to have the caring conversation with people to explain to them like why I'm not coming or why I'm not doing this or why I don't do this anymore or um, why like, you know, even for us with the podcast, we used to do a lot of our recording at 10 p.m. And, you know, now I have to go to bed at like 9.30, like 10 o'clock the latest. Otherwise, the next day, I just don't feel myself. And I've kind of like put that boundary in place with you and I and our friendship has been really much like an ebb and flow give and take and we've been able to make that work and I think it's because we have we both have that respect so much for each other's boundaries yeah and I think it's important like it's not drawing a line in the sand um these are hard no's so these are things you're going to be telling yourself like there are no circumstances where I will say yes to that Mm -hmm. and yeah like it could be in a business it could be working you know if you're like Chelsea was saying picking up shifts or you know your your job um wants you to stay past like 5 30 and you just know that you want to be home with your children and setting that boundary um or also like with your family and friends and that's where I find the personal that you're talking about that's the hard stuff because that's the stuff where it's like makes you the most uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because those are the relationships where uh the impact can kind of like I don't know it's like shit rolls downhill but like it kind of ripples throughout yeah yeah right so if you try to explain that and hoping that the understanding will come through about the why um and not that you always need to explain to people why um you don't want to do something or why it's not a priority but it can hurt other people and it's just trying to set up those boundaries and I know um the concept of a not to-do list for me when I heard it seemed very scary Mm -hmm. but then also um I do have like enabling tendencies. So I find I can always like, I'll blame myself or um, do things for other people because I want to tiptoe around things and don't want to like make a mess of a situation. Mm -hmm. So by keeping those, those promises, like we said to ourselves and having those no's in in place, uh, it definitely makes it easier because then it's like a consistent no. So there's the understanding that this is going forward or this is what's happening or how this is going to look. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I found it very interesting because I'm always about the to-do lists, you know. So it's just really sitting down in each area of your life and breaking things down into those um, aspects of what do you enjoy. So like even looking at the weekend. So what do you do on the weekend that you really love to do and you always love doing it? What are some things that you don't like doing that maybe other people could help you do? What are some things that you don't like doing, don't need to be doing, and can say no to that should be on your list, right? Yeah, And you know what, like now that I'm thinking of this too, like this is something that I have been implementing with myself. Like I don't sit down and turn on whatever series or whatever show or whatever it is that I'm currently watching until I've accomplished my daily dues. Like, so that's on my, I guess you can consider that part of a not to-do list versus a to-do list. So you could reverse it, right? Like to do all of these things before I watch TV, but on the not, on the not to-do side, it would be like, I'm not sitting down to like engage in like, my mindless leisure until all of this is done like that's a boundary a promise that I'm making to myself like it could be something as simple as that mm-hmm. knowing that you're creating this boundary to get closer to where it is that you want to be and like I think we focus so much on piling the things that we have to do onto our list and forget about the not to do's that 
at some point we're and we're doing all of these things on top of the things that maybe we know we shouldn't be doing but we feel like maybe we can't like say that we don't want to be doing them or maybe we can't like we not not yet at a place where you know we feel comfortable saying no like you said depending on the situation like it really can cause a ripple and um I know one thing like I've been thinking a lot lately um so this is like maybe disclosure whatever my sister my stepsister her son is one and a half and we have family dinners and a lot of the time like they can't make it or they have to leave early because their son has to be in bed for a certain time and for me because I like always just went everywhere with my kids anyways was like come on like you can come out it's not a big deal um and lately I've been I've been doing a lot of like introspection and a lot of like you know dealing with my Um, not triggers necessarily, but dealing with the things that maybe I feel like I'm not being open-minded enough about or like whatever. And I realized like that's maybe one of her not to do's. It's a hard no. And it could be for a specific reason because she knows the next day is not going to be good or she knows bedtime is not going to be good. And I've been trying to also put myself when people say no to certain things in their shoes or at least try and come from an understanding place of like, there's obviously a reason for this that it's on their list of things not to do. And, um, yeah, so that's something that, um, I try and do too. If someone has said no, um, you know, it could be no to coming out somewhere cause it's too late or it could be no to picking up, you know, one of my shifts even, let's say I'm sick and I, and I text someone and they, and they say no, um, I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's no big deal. Like, obviously there's a reason and maybe there's not a reason, but that's, a, that's their decision. Right. Yeah. When it used to just piss me off. I'm like, I take your shift all the time. Why don't you take my shift? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or like, what's your reason? That's yeah. shitty. Yeah. And it's Mine's like, better. I, yeah. I don't want to have to explain myself. So why am I expecting, I don't expect other people to explain themselves, but you know, you just kind of find yourself sometimes like when people say no to you or they, you know, have their boundaries with you, you're kind of like, offended maybe sometimes and that's like a personal issue so when I am going to say no to things or say no to people or set my boundaries I find that sometimes I feel uncomfortable that I may offend them too and I think it's just a matter of like respecting everybody for their own personal decisions yeah and not even just that but one of the things I look at when I think about um setting the boundaries or when we when we are offended or feel offended by someone who's setting boundaries or has something on their not to-do list that they're saying no to, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times we can place that on ourselves and feel like their reasons are not good enough and that ours are better, like why they should take the shift or why they should um, do it the way we want it done. But what that really does is just shows the lack of respect for the other person. And yeah. It's just so important to remember um, because... <clears throat> we don't always see the other side of the reason, you know, we get a no or it's on their not to do list, but we don't understand the why nor that we need to understand it. But, um, a lot of times we end up, there's either jealousy or because they've set the boundaries that we wish we could have set. Um, we feel disrespected or feel like we deserve more respect or that people are minimizing our value or our stuff. And, and like all these things I'm saying are using the words, that focus on me mm-hmm. me 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 right and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times we it's like too much introspection and we got to remember that it's not all about us this world isn't all about everything we do and we need to remember that there's other people around us as well that deserve that same respect and those same boundaries and um because it can make people feel less than and I get that and that's why I'm saying it's really hard for to create those not to-do lists because that's this the ripple effect a lot of times 
if someone's not confident in their self and their plans and their, you know, what they're doing, then a lot of times it can lead to them to feeling um, disrespected or really just offended by your choices or your um, hard no on your to-do list. So um, it's just something to be mindful of and just to remember whatever side of that you're on um, to recognize how you're feeling is about you and not about them. Yeah, absolutely. And like when you say that too, it just makes me think of a quote that, um, one of my actual, my old business mentor, Sarah Dan used to say, and she uses this in regards to like her marketing and like how to word your marketing, um, to like make sales. But this also kind of applies to this is that at the end of the day, people are selfish and not in a bad way, but everybody is, you know, you have to be your own number one um, so that you can be the best for everybody else. But I think that sometimes like, it's just natural human instinct as well to like, always look out kind of, um, for your, your needs. Um, I find that like for me, as I became a mom and I'm just a natural people pleaser, I am always worried about what other people think, but at the same time, I have the deep urge to just put myself first. Some people can just do that a lot easier, but when, like you said, like it is a matter of respect and it's a matter of, Um, awareness I think like self-awareness when it comes to being able to set your own boundaries and also awareness when it comes to other people setting their boundaries with you just being aware that it has nothing to do with you and like you need to get over that it's like the ego immediately goes to the ego right where it's like well what did I do like why aren't you why aren't you helping me or why aren't you doing this for us or like why aren't you showing up do you not care or why are you leaving early like do you not want to be with that like just for all these different examples or like um in any situation. Yeah. And I think too with that, um, depending on the relationship you have with that person, you can have that conversation with them, you know, yeah. if you really need to and to ask and obviously do it in a polite and respectful manner. But if, if there's something that's going on and you're feeling a certain way, I absolutely think that you should take that opportunity to discuss it. You know, if there's, um, for example, someone sets it's on their not to do list. Um, Sundays are no longer available for them there. It's a family day. Yeah. Okay. And you originally did something on that day and they asked to try and switch it, whatever. Right. And wanting to know the why, cause a lot of times I'll just say like, unfortunately I'm not available on Sundays anymore. That'd yeah. be it. Right. Um, whether that's work or doing something with a friend or whatever that looks like. And you know, you, you can, if you're comfortable with that person, just ask like, oh, okay, I didn't understand. Um, what made you change your mind or like what's going on and mm-hmm. just to like, but have a respectful conversation about that. And you know, if you really want to know people are usually pretty open to talking about it. And if they're not, then that's none of your business. But if they are, then you take that opportunity to understand um, the feelings and maybe where or why looking back after you talk to them, mm-hmm. why you felt the way you did and yeah. what is that triggering for you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we're talking a little bit more about on the personal side right now, but I'll kind of bring it back to business because I actually had something recently happen to me. Um, So I had a sale going on in my business and I was offering 20% off to people um, without um, a membership fee because what the dynamic of our company is you can sign up for a yearly membership that gets you 20 to 40% off for a very minimal fee. It's like Costco to Arbonne. But anyways, so um, I was offering a flash sale um, where you could get t- the 20% off without having to sign up. And then I had somebody ask me if they, I could just keep giving them the 20% off without having to sign up for the membership. And I explained, you know, I have my own personal access to these things. I do it, you know, for every once in a while for a sale. It's not something I do on a regular basis because that also um, affects how I get paid, right? 
and for my friends and my family and all of that stuff, like I'll, I'll give them discounts, but this is someone who I would consider like an acquaintance, right. And is expecting a constant discount from me and not even an acquaintance, like just a so random, like some event through social media. And I don't think it came from a place of disrespect from them at all, but just a place of inquiry of like, can I have this all the time? And I had to I have to draw that line because otherwise my financial, my business is affected. Um, and then it could be something else like, um, for kind of bringing it back to photography, because I've been talking to a friend, um, who is a photographer, but for example, she shoots a certain style of photography. So like, um, family lifestyle or whatever, and someone wants her to do, um, a different style and it's just not what she does, but they want, and if she does do it, it would be more, money I guess regardless I don't know how the photography dynamic works out but like let's say for example a lifestyle shoot costs less than like a boudoir shoot and things like that wedding costs more than just like a daily session um but people who aren't in the industry usually don't understand that and they expect you just to kind of like do whatever and like just because you have a camera you can do this at this price for this hourly rate and whatever and it's a matter of like no that's not what I do I'm not willing to do that and if you want to say four X, Y, and Z reasons, you can. And if not, it's just a no. And I think that we just have to be able to um, sometimes accept a no. Like, sometimes it's a dagger and it sucks, but it is what it is. Like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And even talking about the sales things, I know um, another business aspect there, too, is um, I find when we're talking about... Uh, so, for example, like, I um, do... Um, e-commerce right so selling online and one of the things that I notice is that um people become offended by like lowball offers Mm -hmm. and you know I've just set up like this is no this is the lowest price I'll go per item right whatever it usually varies but um people tend to like you know be offended because someone offered that well everyone just wants a deal right this is how the game works people want like you said that 20% off all the time or they don't have to pay for it because that's just a deal Mm -hmm. you know and it's just not becoming offended because they're not trying to offend you they just want the best they can get yeah I'm a Ukrainian I get it (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly and then you just have like your no because that's your bottom line and that's the same thing for me too right like I'm not going to be offended because someone wants a deal, but I'm also going to stand my ground and that's a hard no of like the price point I'll go under or yeah. whatever it looks like for um, the amount of money I stand to make or whatever, right? And I just think it's important to just, it it shows by saying no and if people might be offended, those aren't the people you want to associate yourself with anyways because what you're doing is you're giving yourself that value and respect that you deserve by... Um, standing your ground and saying no to those things that Mm -hmm. aren't important to you or are no longer part of your list because it's giving you that time or that money or whatever that is to put it where you want to invest your time where you are going to reach your goals or you know with your family to build those relationships so just remember that by making that not to-do list and really boiling it down and um figuring out what you want to put on there it may seem you know like you're being selfish but at the same time you're val you're putting value on your worth yeah you know what rick and i actually had a conversation about this like maybe a couple weeks ago because um he really likes when he's watching like curse of oak island or like his shows that he's into he wants me to come and like sit and relax with him right just like, a quick question sit. yeah have they found anything no okay <laughs> I, I used to watch it with my mother-in-law and every time I'd watch it I'd be like okay 
anything? Oh, they found like a little piece of. Okay, now of they think course. there's like a tunnel underneath They're the ground. Closer <laughs> and closer, and then there's a new breakthrough and all this stuff. And the other day, Rick was like, "Well, there hasn't been an episode in a while. Like maybe something big happened." But the curse, is, anyway, the curse says one more must have to die before you can find things. So like, it's. I just feel like it's a being dragged on. But anyways, Rick loves this show. <laughs> I don't hate it, but it's not something that I would like fully engage in. So anyway, he he would ask me to come and like sit with him and watch his show because to him like that's like his quality time and part of his love language but sometimes I would like bring a book with me and like read my book while he's watching and that offended him because he's like well you're not spending time with me but it if it I was like I don't want to spend my time absorbing this tv show that I care nothing about when I could be like filling my mind with something from this good book and so this is kind of like a crossover I guess of like the not to do as well as a love language I had to like draw a boundary and just say you know I'll watch x amount with you like or I'll watch every once in a while but sometimes I'm gonna come here throw my legs over your legs and I'm gonna have a book because I want to be useful with my time too and that was like I guess you could say it's one of my not to do's like I'm not going to just sit there mindlessly watching something or like spending my time consuming something that I really don't care about but at the same time if it's a, a moment where he's like you know I just want you to sit with me and whatever like I'll be there but it's just, it can literally be the smallest minute thing in your day-to-day, in your business, in your routine, at work. Like, it ultimately is just setting those little boundaries and making those um, agreements essentially with yourself that, like, I'm not going to do this because or I'm not gonna, going to do this until or I'm not going to do this more than this amount of times or whatever it looks like. Yeah, and I think sometimes, like, I think a lot of people might be like, yes, I have these for sure like five I can list right now not to do's these are my boundaries but then some of us have to think a little bit harder and like Mm -hmm. okay do I really say no to this every time have I you know wavered on it like what does that look like for me and then writing it down helps a lot too we've talked about that a lot it just solidifies those that list right we write to do lists down we put them in our phone or somewhere we can see them so doing the same with the not to do list is just going to keep you and help you be mindful Mm -hmm. that these are priorities that you've set for yourself of things you don't want to do and that you're going to make a point to not do Mm -hmm. or to whatever navigate that or to outsource to someone else or whatever so I just think it's important to like we said write it down you know create those lists start with each category that you're you know work home Um, relationships or whatever those categories are for you and just have that break them down so home life looks like okay cleaning making supper right all these things so what's on your not to do list well I don't really like the dishes so I'm gonna try and outsource that to Rick right (laughs) or you know whatever that means but it's just going through those things yeah training (laughs) the kids I'm going to train my children um but it's just breaking all those down to really figure out what you love, what sparks joy for you, what you want to do, and then the latter of what you don't want to do or the not to do's Mm -hmm. and putting those on the list and figuring out a way to make sure that you aren't doing them and whether it's someone else is doing them or they're just not being done um, because you want to create that boundary. Yeah. And it's ultimately like we, I think we've touched on this when we kind of did our Christmas, um, the holidays and the boundaries and all that stuff, but it truly is a form of self-respect to be able to create this air quote, this list of things, because you are telling yourself when you do this, like that you are, you're worth, worth having those boundaries set for yourself. Like you're worthy of 
the respect and like respecting your time and respecting your energy. And I think that that can be, it is a really hard thing to do, um, because it's a process. And I think ultimately at the end of the day, everybody wants to make people happy. Mm -hmm. Um, and everybody wants to do all the things or be all the things to everybody. Like, well, maybe not everybody, but I know like people, a lot of people like ourselves, like we want to just be able to do it all. We want to be able to be like that superhero, super mom or super friend or like, and that can sometimes deteriorate us. So we need to have those boundaries in place and realize that it is a form of self-care and self-respect um, to do that. So, Yeah. I also think it's a, fe- a female thing more than a male thing. Yeah, I'm not it- sure. Um, if anyone knows any male people pleasers, like, please DM us. I just yeah. would like to see or, like, send us a message and just let us know because... Um, even just talking about for example you know selling things on facebook marketplace like just comparing myself to my husband like my husband will not go out of his way to like bring something to someone yeah or sell anything he's like here's where i can meet these are the times here's i otherwise i'm it's pick up here you know and that's it that that's his rule and for me i'm like you know you yeah i'm like okay where do you live okay so north perimeter yeah um well i could probably be there this and this and he's like what are you doing yeah you know when you boil it down that's your like your time is money like i get that you want to sell it but is it worth your time Uh, what's your value you know and for him i don't know if it's just like he's established that for himself clearly he has but or if it's like also a male thing where they just know that I, i don't care about I don't give zero fucks about anybody else's opinion. It could be, like, just that dominance thing, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, Rick is actually very much the same, too. And, like, when it comes to... This isn't just another example of, like, we're using Facebook Marketplace. But, like, you know, people always barter, right? And sometimes I'll be like, yeah, okay, I'll just take that, whatever. I'll take anything. I just want this out of my house. And Rick would more so be like, no, like, I'm firm at this. This is my bare minimum. Um, but it could just... Yeah, it could be a dominance thing. It could be a male thing. Like... I have other friends. My friend, Samantha, she's so funny. She helped me out with a garage sale one time. She came to my house and I had a yard sale. You know, people were trying to barter with me and I'm like, yeah, okay. And she's like, nope, price is firm. This is what's that. Like, so she is like that. She very much has boundaries. She like does not waver. Um, but she's very much like she is, um, she is a dominant and like very like, um, project manager type of organized person she knows what she wants she knows what she does doesn't want she speaks her truth and so she is female obviously but I, I feel like the majority of people pleasers are women mm-hmm. but I, I think it's interesting too because in certain um environments I can definitely keep my firm nose and my mm-hmm. not to-do list um there but when it comes to other aspects I can waver a lot more. So when they're, mm. when the relationship is one where I care more about the people and their feelings, it's very much so much easier for me to slide away from my not to do list and become that people pleaser or that yeah. enabler, a- enabling person. But, um, you know, and then sometimes too, right. I'm just that outside, like we said, that outside view, that opinion that people may hold or that may have on us. Um, and, what we're providing so like you know being able to meet up or do this because I'm afraid that they're gonna you know be mean or whatever that looks like but just there's a respectful way to do it and to hold those like those firm boundaries but I I just really think it's interesting that um you know Tyler's the same way he if it's firm on a price like I've actually had you know he's been he'll tell me like Kijiji is the worst for this but he'll like list something let's say a hundred dollars and someone will come in at like 20 and he'll say 
90 or 80 or whatever, like a reasonable counter. And then they'll be like 15 or what did I say? 20. 20? So 25. And he's like, not for sale. Mm-hmm, done. And I was like, not what? And he's like, I'm like, you just do that? He's like, yeah, it's not for sale to you anymore. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, I would be, I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Like I would, it makes me uncomfortable knowing he does that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that could be me. a form of him, you know, feeling that disrespect. So he's like, no, you don't respect my time or my money or like my situation. Yeah, that's so part no. of the not to do list. Yeah. Like, but for me, I'm just like, like that. <laughs> Honestly, the first, first time that my manager, okay. So I have an amazing manager where I work. He's always like gone above and beyond to accommodate me and my family and, and my needs and, and been really flexible with me at work. But if he asks me to take a shift, like I will 100% say yes, because I know that it's usually like a last resort because he respects my time a lot but the first time I ever said no to him I was like I had knots in my stomach because I was like I know that they need me there today but I have something that I would rather be doing Mm -hmm. then I said no and I was like I wanted to vomit in my mouth because I just I felt like I was being disrespectful to him but at the same time I know that on the receiving end he respects my time so much that he would just you know he'd be okay with it but I think and that's his job exactly and I think like right when you have a relationship with people and like you know I consider him a friend too not just my manager so you know I I just feel like this need to like I don't want to offend him I don't want to hurt him I don't want to put him in a pickle you know I don't want him to have to end up like bending over backwards in the place of work and whatever but again that's his job as a manager but yeah like I think that for everybody the situation's different that if it's with a person it's different if it's with your work it could be different than what it looks like with your personal life like I think it's ultimately like we said that matter of making that mental note or even like the physical list of the things that make you feel uneasy or the things that you feel like are a waste of your time or the things that drain you or the things that make you feel uncomfortable or whatever and just hashing it out and yeah. like it and for and if you have a difficulty of sticking to your not to-do list like you can always ask someone to snap bracelet no, yeah no hold you hold you accountable and a lot of times for me it's when I like I do feel uncomfortable with saying no or setting those boundaries so a lot of times I'll ask like Tyler or someone else who has an outside perspective how I should approach it or how I should address yes. that and it just helps because they they can really formulate that for you or help you formulate that in a way that sounds respectful yeah. and you know still shows that your time is valuable and that you want to respect yourself but also being like polite about it to the other person and just helps you out or sometimes you're like no just say no like that's it right yeah. but just al- allowing that it's almost like that approval so it's finding a different way to get the people pleasing yeah um, and kind of be there. like well if I said this to you how would you take it like yeah you know exactly I mean? like a sounding board yeah but again get that list set those not to do's and give yourself the time and energy to put it towards things you value, things that are going to help with your worth and uh, help you get those goals. Mm, Mic drop. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure that you subscribe and keep tuning in to future episodes. We love hearing from you. So let us know what you thought of this episode. And if there's any topic that you want to hear about or any questions you want answered, send us an email to the address we've linked below in the show notes. Remember to tell your friends about the show and don't forget... Girls Got Goals.